listening to the Construction Big Breakfast, where we give you a hearty serving of insider tips and business strategies to help fuel your day so you can thrive in the construction industry. Now, here's your host, Tip Top Tim Fitch. Welcome, everyone, to the next episode of the Construction Big Breakfast podcast. And I'm your host, as always, Tip Top Tim Fitch. And today I'm uh, joined by two colleagues, one who you'll have seen before, which is Ben Pritchard, who looks after our Canadian business. And we've got Sheldon West, who has just joined Invent as our business development leader based in Toronto. So welcome, everyone. Thank you. Good morning, good afternoon. Good morning, afternoon. (laughs) Good afternoon in the UK and good morning in uh, Toronto, Sheldon. Yes, just past nine. Welcome to Invent and Happy New Year. And I'm sure as you've watched a few of these episodes in the past, you know what the first question is going to be. It's not a trick. (laughs) So, Sheldon, what did you have for breakfast? Yeah, today for breakfast, I had a bowl of oatmeal. I had a good cup of coffee and then the leftover strawberries that my daughter didn't eat. So <laughs> pretty good meal. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Come on, Ben, how about you? Yeah, so for a change, I thought, you know, no, I'm not going to just have my porridge that I have every day and sort of bore everyone on the podcast. I thought I'll push the boat out. I thought, well, if we're going to do something talking about Canada, I've got to get the maple syrup out. And then I thought to myself, well, I might as well make some waffles. So this morning I had some waffles, fruit, and uh, slathered it in uh, maple syrup. It was lovely. There you go. A true Canadian. Very old topic. <laughs> I had my usual lockdown breakfast, two boiled eggs, and uh, some soldiers to uh, dunk in there. And I, one of the, one of the dividends for me during lockdown is because I obviously we're not going out we're not spending any money in having proper breakfast with anybody or even buying cups of coffee anymore um I've sort of upgraded the coffee beans I use at home because the the one issue of uh you're going to have to do that again, Tim. We lost you on upgrade coffee beans. Yeah. So, right. So just to recap, uh, during the lockdown, one of the differences is I've, because we're not spending any money on anything, uh, we've upgraded the, the sort of quality of some of the stuff we're using at home, including the coffee beans. So we're getting some really great mail-order coffee beans. But today I've been finishing off this special Christmas blend which was produced by Fortnum and Masons, which somebody sent to me as a Christmas present, and that's uh, really enjoyed that. So anyway, that's that's what I've no maple syrup today for me. <laughs> anyway, Sheldon, it's really great you've joined us. Um, it's really exciting times, and Ben's going to talk a little bit with you about uh, what we hope to achieve and what's happening in 2021. But perhaps you could just give our listeners a bit of a run through about what you've done recently in your career prior to invent because um well i obviously know the answer to this yeah you you know you've got a slightly different background to most of the rest of the team uh which i'm sure is going to add loads of value yep um for past i guess ever since i started my career it's always been in and around building materials and construction 
So just over the past 12 years or so, um, that's been my experience in the Canadian market, working for large manufacturers on the selling and business development side. So some of the companies you're probably familiar with, uh, Certainty, Single Ben, um, Rockwell, and most recently, um, Asa Abla, which is a door security company um, out in Europe. So for the past 12 years or so, that's been my, my focus, has been into sales uh, in the construction field, kind of touching everybody, developers, architects, uh, designers, contractors, builders. So trying to get a good lay of the land in, in Canada over the last 12 years, which has been pretty great. Um, then my focus kind of changed and I wanted to have something more challenging, um, more of a um, growth opportunity for my career. And that's when I saw the opportunity at Invent. So I thought, why not? I should apply. <laughs> and we're um, sort of, uh, you know, really happy that you did apply and, and we're really excited about um, sort of where you can hopefully help us go. Like you say, um, we hope and we think there are great opportunities for Invent and for sort of the the shredding construction um, uh, opportunity to, to grow massively um, over the sort of uh, coming years. So it's great that you're uh, that you've joined us and will help sort of spearhead um, that uh, growth opportunity for us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, the most important thing uh, about Sheldon, uh, mostly for our sort of uh, more UK centric uh, followers, is uh, great news. It's another Man United fan. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is that association football, Benjamin? It, it, it is. It is. So it, it's sort of it, it's on there when you know, as long as it's not Brendan or Cameron doing the hiring process. Otherwise, the, you know, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, obviously, I'm not a football fan, but I can't help but I'm surrounded by the culture of it. Yeah. And uh, and Sheldon already knows this. We've got another gentleman starting in the UK uh, in a couple of weeks' time who passed the Brendan test. <laughs> and uh, I was very careful not to include that in the briefing that I gave. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of association football. Um, so uh, you mentioned sort of wanting to uh, uh, sort of go for uh, a different um, sort of challenge. Um, Hopefully we're a challenge in a good way, not just a bad way, but uh, I guess we'll ask you that question again in uh, six months or so. Um, but I, I guess uh, we talk about it a lot, um, uh, a shred being a great opportunity um, for, for, for the industry. Uh, I mean, in the conversations we've had over the sort of the interviews in the last sort of week or so, uh, is, is there any sort of key things that you're sort of picking up on that, that you want to try and sort of run with? Yeah, I think the program in itself uh, in Canada, it might not, with construction industry, the construction sector, I think there's um, a lack of knowledge with the SHRED program. So I think there's a huge opportunity to um, talk about an event, but also talk about what we can provide in terms of SHRED and then seeing the benefits and the contractors and the construction industry, seeing that benefit by participating in the SHRED program. So I think um, from what I'm focused on is just getting the knowledge out there on shred and what it is and then what invent can do for your company um, with the growth over the last five ten years or so there's been a huge push with innovation all across different sectors so i think there's a uh, huge potential with that 
um, in Canada. Um, and I think Invent will see the growth um, over the years to come. And in um, sort of building materials, especially over the last um, sort of decade or so, you, you know, you will have seen a lot of innovation, I'm sure, and innovation that's often taken for granted. Yeah, and it could be something as small as just uh, a unique way a company has in installing um, exterior cladding um, that they might not see as innovation, but um, in the industry it is because you're saving time and money by just adding a little feature um, to an exterior cladding, or it could be in a, an insulation system or a building science system where, where it meets code, but it also reduces the, the, or increases the R value and reduces thermal bridging. So a lot of key things that these um, manufacturing and build materials are putting together, they might not know that that's something that you can qualify as a shred. So that's where I want to put in, come in there and kind of um, do some product knowledge and teach them that what you're doing qualifies for this. Yeah, and that is often the the challenge that we face. It is that just that um, you know, we are an industry that has a great can-do attitude, um, but also that means that we sort of get lost a little bit and we don't sort of realize that in that can-do, we do really good stuff. Um, so hopefully that, like you say, we can help teach people and help sort of open their eyes into uh, sort of some of the fantastic things that people are doing. Because um, there's no doubt, I mean, the industry has come an awful long way um, in the last uh, few years, and there's just you know, so much more to come as well as we sort of better embrace digital technologies, uh, improve uh, our approach to sustainability and things like that. You, you know, the, uh, yeah. the future's bright, hopefully. Yeah, no, no, it is, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'll echo all of that, that uh, a bigger, greater part of our job is really educating the industry about how much better they are than they perhaps think of themselves, because we're all very humble in the construction sector, uh, which is usually seen as a virtue, but it doesn't really work when you're trying to make a shred claim. Could have made, could have made a, a joke there, Tim. Are you sure? You know, all of us are humble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know who you talk to. Yeah. Everyone knows. I'm, I'm not quite the same as everyone else in construction, but uh, but people, even even when I was in the thick of it, I th even I undersold. I think what people were doing, what we were achieving in uh, in the projects and teams that we were working in, uh, because it. There's, it's actually a nice culture, really. That you, you mentioned it, Ben. It's, it's a can-do, get the job done, overcome the problems, anything's in the way, climb over it or walk around it, just get it, get the thing problem-solved and get it finished, which is exactly what you want if you're a client. It's exactly what you want from your people if you run a construction business. You want people to be passionate about getting the thing built safely, of course. Yeah. But the trouble is that mindset means you've got a bit of a barrier to break down if you're in our game or industry which is yeah. trying to really help businesses get this money back that the government has put there to help them do even more yeah. uh, development work in the future for stuff they've done in the past so that's a big essence of what we do it's, it's an education it's a confidence building thing it's just trying to yeah, add that extra little dimension to the way people think about what they do so that they can 
you know, lift the lift the lid on this and uh, get what they they deserve. Yeah. Yeah, and um, obviously uh, we're in sort of lockdown three uh, over here in the the UK. I'm not sure. I mean, you've not come out of lockdown uh, quite the same as we sort of have uh, over here. I don't think Shell. I think Toronto's been. I mean, there's a reason why your numbers are so much lower than over here. Um, but it's the um, it, it's a time where the industry could do with a bit of a boost as well, um, yeah. in many ways. Um, I mean, how how have you found sort of through what's happened in our people sort of in and around Ontario and Canada generally? Is there light at the end of the tunnel? Vaccines coming out and everything like that. Yeah, I think for a little while before the big announcement with the vaccines, people were kind of worried about the future was going to hold um, for Canada with the COVID um, crisis. But then when the vaccines came out, uh, there was they gave them a little glimmer of hope. So a lot of people are saying, "Yep, yeah, we get the vaccine, and then eventually this can kind of, kind of die down, go away, kind of go back to some sort of normal or a new normal in Canada." Um, but it's just been slow rolling out. But I think a lot of people are optimistic with the vaccinations and um, going forward with Canada. So yeah, well, Ontario's in lockdown, complete lockdown right now for a couple more weeks. Um, but our numbers aren't as bad as um, some areas in the UK as well. But I think overall, they do see that light at the end of the tunnel. And they do see that we're going to get past this. So they're kind of all coming together saying, let's do our part. Let's isolate. Um, try not to have larger groups at our house or outside and then try to get past this. Yeah, I think one of the other, uh, one of the other, um, what's the word, oh, plus points is perhaps isn't quite the right expression I'm looking for, but one of the great things that construction's been able to do, both in Canada and the UK, is keep going, yeah. largely. But having had to do a lot of thinking and spend some money to make their sites sites and offices as COVID secure as you reasonably can. And the work we've already done with some of our clients this year or last year, uh, some of that work, some of that spend, you can recover it because you've literally had to develop new ways of working yes. to overcome a new hazard. And of course, that's eligible. Mm. Uh, well, and not just that, I mean, some of our um, sort of design and engineering clients as well, you know, they've spent a lot of time uh, thinking about um, how uh, air conditioning units, um, yes. air distribution, all of these things, um, it's historically and traditionally not had to consider in too much detail um, airborne sort of uh, uh, contaminants and, uh, and issues. Yes, there is an element of it, but a lot of recirculation does happen, um, which with something as um, catchable as COVID is uh, unfortunately not great. So there's, we've had some clients really sort of put a lot of thought and some really interesting um, sort of uh, amalgamation of technologies um, and systems together to try and uh, future-proof. Uh, and because um, everyone... Yes. A lot of people do talk about this not being the end, but also you know, what happens if something else similar happens. So, you know, yeah. you know, as an industry, we can be at the forefront of trying to help society uh, long term as well. Yeah, now, exactly. I agree with you, Ben. People I've been having discussions with over the last 
just this week, obviously after the holiday and just before Christmas, the there's going to be the most colossal boom in office fit out, both design and con construction, because they're going to have to change um, in all sorts of ways. And uh, we've got a number of podcasts that I'm lining up now with people talking about that, that there's going to be the most massive yeah. amount of innovation required to make uh, existing offices uh, usable in the new era. Yeah, and I think not just that, there'll be limited demand for more. Yeah. Yeah. But all sorts of things, because, I mean, certainly uh, Toronto and definitely, definitely in the UK and London and the other major cities, I think uh, the demand for public transport will fall, but the demand for cycle spaces will increase. Parking. Parking, yeah. and also changing facilities and having a shower after you've ridden to work, all of that stuff and all of that's going to have to be contained within the existing office building so there's going to be a massive radical change i think in the ground floor where the meeting rooms are all sorts everything and i think although i, I think that spending five days a week in the office forever is unlikely and it might only be three days a week for on average for people but yeah. there's going to be a lot more stuff required in an office to make it function and therefore i think the demand for office space there will be a will eventually start growing again but it will it will look quite different than that we become accustomed to yes my view anyway that's the debate <laughs> see whether I, my vision of the future is right or wrong but uh I think it's not just the um, the office. I think the home as well. You know, new homes. You know, it just won't be selling the number of bedrooms. It'll be is there a home office in there as well? Yeah. And all. Yeah. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Sheldon, one thing that is um, uh, different um, about uh, hiring of you and compared to uh, sort of anyone else who's joined Event lately is that it's all been done. Um, a five hour time difference, and it will be continued to be done for God knows how long. <laughs> a five hour time. So, hopefully, um, in 2021, we'll actually meet face to face properly. Yes. yes. Uh, um, but that will, um, I mean, it's certainly something that we never thought we, we would do uh, anytime soon when we uh, first started setting um, Invent up in Canada. Um, you know, you go back 12 months. Um, and I think you were in Toronto this week and I was there next week because of uh, Couture joining us uh, and yeah. I just wanted to make sure that there was at least that some sort of continuity of face to face for the first month. Um, yeah. So it, there's a real sort of shift and change um, in, in how we work and you're going to be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that. And and again, that's what the, one of the things during the pandemic, which um, came up was technology and the use of technology and people are f figuring out new ways to communicate with people uh, across the globe. And they're realizing that we don't always have to be in the same space um, to get things done. So I think it's a good thing um, that um, a lot of people are participating in these webinars, podcasts, um, using Zoom, uh, Microsoft Teams, because it just brings more of the company together rather than having an annual or semi-annual sales meeting, you can kind of have that in a week. So don't I worry. When it is possible, we're still going to do 
Well, it's out going to be the next three months, I don't think. When I when I get to England, I'll have to catch an episode of an old show my mom used to watch called Keeping Up Appearances. Oh, yeah. It's hard British... <laughs> yeah. One of my mom's favorite British sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> well, we obviously we look forward to being able to meet face to face because obviously we want to show you London and we we want to see how it's happening now in Toronto because you know I haven't been there since February last year and been since March. March, yeah. 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 So uh, we feel. We've been forced into this uh, neglect. Yeah. I don't think about it. But uh, <laughs> as, soon as, the, uh, as soon as I've had that jab, which I'm hoping is in the next couple of months and we get the all clear, then we'll, we'll start. We're not going to drop the, the new ways of doing things, obviously, but we do want to mix back in some of the old because it, it's that the blend, I think, is the future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Still have to have that human connection where you're kind of face to face with someone. So, yeah. yeah. But there is great opportunity that from all the bad that's happened, there is good as well that will hopefully sort of have a positive impact uh, on uh, people's lives, society. And, you know, we've sort of mentioned the reduction in sort of travel. Um, you yeah. know, if we can keep that down, keep the carbon emissions down and things like that as well, you know, that's nothing but sort of good for the, for the globe. So, you know, hopefully yeah. long term, um, there, there will be some sort of good, not just the, the bad that we're all experiencing at the moment. Yeah, exactly. No, good. Anyway, let's try and think of something uplifting and positive okay. to talk about for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, this might sound totally ridiculous in Canada, but I thought I want, I'll just check Google before this before this uh, podcast recording. And I typed in Sheldon West into Google. Now, but bear in mind, I'm sat near London. Now, when you do it sat near London, of course, what you soon learn is that Sheldon is a suburb of Birmingham yeah. in the West Midlands because it comes up the Sheldon West Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that happens elsewhere in the world, but uh... <laughs> I, think, I think when you type in Sheldon West here, there's a place in Florida that's, that's Sheldon West Street or oh, Sheldon well, Street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, so there we go. So that, that, that can we can add that to the to the targets for the year. Try and make Sheldon the most popular thing on Google. <laughs> <laughs> Using their analytics, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's, this this was an intro to Sheldon. I hope. Uh, Everyone's got a good feel for uh, what Sheldon's like. We're, we are tremendously excited uh, that Sheldon's joined us, albeit under the most peculiar circumstances, which no one would have uh, anticipated a year ago. Uh, nevertheless, it's great news for us. I think it's pretty good news for Sheldon, and it's going to be great news for <laughs> the construction industry. So uh, it just really remains for me to say, uh, thanks for watching. Uh, if you've liked it, like it and follow us on uh, uh, the YouTube channel. Get our followers up, please. And uh, this will be this is a really a bonus track. So there will probably be another podcast a week after this one's published. Can't remember who it is yet. Uh, but anyway, thanks for watching and see you next time. Bye. Yeah. Take care, everyone. Come to an event for the highest R&D tax credit you can claim. 
We help construction businesses get back millions in tax credits every year. Contact us today for a free review. Thanks for joining us this week on the Construction Big Breakfast. Make sure to visit our website, www.invent.com, where you can subscribe to the Construction Big Breakfast on all platforms so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a positive rating. Or if you'd simply share it with a friend, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.